In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey everybody, as always, thanks for listening. As that lovely British voice just told you, this is the internationally acclaimed OGGN HSE podcast. And when I then break in with this Texas accent, then you know it really is international in scope. We are heard in more than 100 countries around the world, and as regular listeners will know, we currently record most of these podcasts from my home about 50 miles northwest of Houston, Texas. And it is summertime in Texas, folks. The dog days of summer have arrived early here. This podcast is being recorded at the beginning of July, and the dog days of summer were in ancient Roman times marked at the end of July when the star Sirius appeared then as the brightest star in the sky before the sun. Sirius was the dog of the hunter Orion, and long story short, it's now known today as the dog days of summer, which usually means to most of us it's just so hot even all a dog can do is sit around, lay around in the shade and somewhere and just pant. However, it's knocking on the triple digits today here, folks, uh, with humidity. However, vacations do go on at this time of the year as folks try to figure out places to go and things to do to try and beat the heat. A lot of weddings in the summer. As a matter of fact, I'll be celebrating my own wedding anniversary in just a few short weeks. And so that reminds me of a story about the world's most nervous bridegroom. I know all of us were no doubt nervous at our weddings, but this young man took the cake, no pun intended. This guy was a basket case, even at the rehearsal, and got worse as the time for the ceremony approached. To compound the problem, the bride, who was completely in charge, had arranged a few somewhat non-traditional rituals for exchanging their vows and rings, so he had a lot of cues he had to remember, but the simplest one was this. You see, in the U.S., and I don't know how it is in other countries, but in the U.S., traditionally the service ends with the minister saying something like this. I now pronounce you married, husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Well, in this case, the bride requested to ditch that traditional routine, and they had rehearsed that the minister would instead say, John, this is your wife. And this was supposed to be his cue to turn toward her and plant the traditional smoocheroo on her. Well, the preacher just knew this bridegroom would never successfully accomplish all of this, but amazingly enough, he got through the entire ceremony without a hitch. The preacher breathed a huge sigh of relief and then concluded with, John, this is your wife, and waited for him to turn toward her for the kiss. Instead, at this moment, the young man froze, standing there like a deer in the headlights. Now, just a few seconds in a situation like this can seem like an eternity, and so quickly the preacher cued him again, whispering, John, this is your wife. The bridegroom then suddenly snapped too, but when he turned, instead of kissing her, he put out his hand and said, I'm very pleased to meet you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that story. And for today's show, I'm very pleased to introduce and have you meet a new sponsor, Hexagon and the folks from their Asset Lifecycle Intelligence Division. Hexagon delivers software solutions that prevent, detect, and remediate cyber threats, reduce process safety risks and optimize profitability, enable trusted data for decision-making, and even digitize your supply chain. 
This is industry-leading asset management software to extend asset life cycles and improve productivity built upon more than 30 years of experience and continuous innovation. We're not talking about some startup fly-by-night here, everybody. And their goal is to help you maximize your return on technological investments. So Hexagon's global support team offers ongoing product upgrades and technical support 24-7-365. And they provide superior instructor-led and virtual training services to help get you up to speed with your new solutions. Visit their resource center at hexagonppm.com to explore solution brochures, customer case studies, product sheets, videos, white papers, and more. And, of course, we'll post this web address in the show notes. Make better, more strategic decisions that extend asset life, increase safety, and improve profitability with Hexagon. Okay, my guest for today's show, sponsored by Hexagon, is, well, I don't have a guest for the show today. Uh, Going back to it being summertime and vacations, guests are a little more difficult to schedule. But also in this case, the problem is I had hoped to have as my guest on the show the author of a white paper. I read this paper. It was about a very successful engagement and process safety at the refinery of a major oil company. But when you're dealing with major oil companies, there's always a lot of red tape to cut through. And unfortunately, it's taking us longer and we're still cutting. But we hope to have him on soon. So stay tuned for that. But that means I'll just be talking to myself. Some folks find talking to themselves a great source of conversation. Actually, though, the psychologists say that it is okay to talk to yourself. It's even okay, they say, to answer yourself. However, if you're ever talking to yourself and you answer back, huh? Then you've got a problem, they say. Actually, I don't want to talk to myself. I want to talk to all of you. And so I'll make this speech as any really good speech should be, like a comet. Dazzling, eye-opening, and over before you know it. Well, I can promise you the over before you know it part. With reference to dazzling and eye-opening, I'm going to do my best. Which may I say about that? Well, let me put it this way. Regular listeners to this podcast have heard me quote one of my favorite proverbs, which is, he who tooteth not his own horn may never hear his own horn tooted. And so I'm not shy about touting this podcast, but let me go back to the guest I was hoping to have on today. When I read his paper and then reached out to him about coming on the show, he said he was interested because he had listened to some of the episodes and found them very informative. His words, not mine. And we always appreciate it when we hear from you or see posted somewhere favorable reviews and comments about the show and its content. And we do hope you find it very informative. I usually say this at the end of the show and probably will again today, but please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Tell your friends about us, post us on LinkedIn, and also reach out to our sponsors. But this safety expert, at, as I said, a very major oil company, one that anyone in the world would recognize if I were to mention it, said that he not only found the podcast very informative, but that his favorite part was that they are rooted in a practical approach to safety. And I'm not tooting my own horn here, folks. As I said, these are his words and not mine. But I really appreciated someone like that with his credentials saying that. And I hope today's speech is not only very informative, but reflects this practical approach to safety. So let me give it a shot here. Years ago, when top 10 lists had been made popular by David Letterman, I composed a list of what I considered to then be the top 10 oxymorons. Don't ask me why I did that. I think I didn't have a guest for the show then either and was trying to be dazzling and eye-opening. So 
sit back and hopefully get a nice chuckle. If you don't know what an oxymoron is, listen, and I think you will figure it out real quick. So here we go. Top 10 oxymorons. Number 10, act naturally. Number nine, military intelligence. Number eight, Microsoft works. I guess that's why they changed it to office. Number seven, pretty ugly. Number six, sanitary landfill. Number five, legally drunk. Number four, terribly pleased. Number three, political science. Number two, temporary tax increase. And the number one world's greatest oxymoron, safety cop. We've said over and over again on this show, and so many of our guests have echoed it as well, safety and making sure everyone comes home safe is about leadership, motivation, creating an environment of care and concern so that there is more buy-in and not just strict enforcement where the HSE guy or gal isn't looked upon as someone who is always trying to hide in the bushes, as it were, like a speed trap cop with his checklist on a clipboard. I guess these days it wouldn't be a clipboard, but an iPad or a smartphone, but taking that and trying to catch people violating the safety rules and writing speeding tickets. Now, I'm not against checklists. One of the safest industries out there is the airline industry, and they use checklists to great advantage, but they're not used in such a way as to just follow the rules and not get caught, but instead is incorporated into a setting where there is pride in the fact that everyone is safe and these checklists and rules are there to make sure No one, the worker himself, his or herself, or their fellow workers to make sure they don't get hurt and their families don't have to worry about them coming home safe. You know, Groucho Marx was once quoted as saying, the secret to life is fair dealing and honesty. If you can fake that, he said, you've got it made. Now there's an oxymoron. The key to a successful safety culture is to make sure the impetus of the program is rooted in fair dealing so that people don't fake it. And this includes being a good example. Speaking of the traffic cop, does it aggravate you as much as it does me to see a cop pull over someone for speeding and then afterwards speeding off himself past you? Remember, don't impose on others something you're not willing to follow yourself. I realize there may be times when violations have to be dealt with forcefully. But if the stick approach is the main emphasis of your safety program rather than the carrot approach, it won't be nearly as effective. So this is your practical safety tip for the day, and I hope it was over before you know it. Speaking of top 10 list, I thought about putting together a top 10 list of our shows the past two years. But as we spoke of them earlier, I hope all of them are in the top 10. However, in case you aren't a regular listener, I thought I would mention some of our most recent podcasts, like, for example, the episode entitled a couple of weeks ago, PPE for Women, my interview with an oil and gas attorney experienced in litigation when incidents do occur entitled Report, Report, Report. Check out the one dubbed Safety Culture on Steroids or my interview with a 25-year safety veteran called More Valuable Safety Insights. Speaking of checklist, check out World's Largest Safety App. We also have shows discussing environmental issues, ESG, renewables, health, and much more. You can probably find these past podcasts in the platform you're listening to on right now. If not, reach out to me as my contact info is also in the show notes and I can get some of these to you. Also, if you or someone you know would make a good guest on the show, reach out to me. Our goal for this show is for you to listen and come away with at least one, if not more, 
interesting and important pieces of information that is worthwhile with regards to HSE. And everyone is a part of HSE, so this show is for everyone. We also don't want you to be bored in the process, so we keep them short, usually 20 to 30 minutes. As mentioned, today's show will be even less than that. And if we can throw in something light and entertaining at the same time, we try to do that too. So as we close today, speaking of past shows, the first one for this year, and we're now more than halfway through it. Can you believe it? The first one for this year, it had a top 10 list. This show was entitled, Why Didn't I Think of That? In it, I reprised my popular story, You Can't Use Other People's Pictures to Shave By. But the top 10 list was the top 10 most cited violations by OSHA. That's the Occupational Safety and Health Administration here in the United States. The top 10 most cited violations it encounters during workplace inspections. And I thought it might be good to just quickly review and remind you of these. So here they are. Number one, fall protection. And this includes not only providing protection for each employee exposed to fall hazards with certain PPE and protection barriers, but also looking out for potentially falling objects. Number two, hazard communication. This is not properly explaining and communicating all potential hazards. And while this is true in all general aspects of any job with the potential for danger and getting hurt, according to OSHA, it is particularly significant with regards to properly identifying and evaluating all chemical hazards in your workplace and then sharing this critical information with all of your employees. Number three, scaffolds. This violation occurs when established guidelines to help protect your employees who are working on or near scaffolding at heights of 10 feet or higher are not followed. And even if you don't use scaffolding, and it might be a reminder that you might should, but even if not, it's a reminder to remember that this goes hand in hand with number one, which was fall protection, and another one we'll see coming up here relating to the use of ladders. Number four is respiratory protection. Employees need to be protected from air contaminants such as dust, fumes, gases, mist, sprays, and vapors. This needs to include a respiratory protection program that is followed and that ensures properly certified respirators are used as appropriate to the work environment that they're in, that they are also fitted properly, and if applicable, a respirator cartridge change schedule is followed. Number five is ladders. That again relates back to number one and number three. When I mention ladders there, having a ladder that's not the proper length, not paying attention to the ladder's duty rating and the environment in which it is used is where these violations occur. Number six, machine guarding. Make sure you've thought about guarding your machinery properly and adequately to help protect operators and others around from hazards such as rotating parts, flying chips, sparks, and other dangers. Number seven is what OSHA calls powered industrial trucks. This means forklifts, motorized hand trucks, pallet trucks. Proper maintenance, operator training, and certification is a crucial component of facility safety. At the same time, by the way, this is a good place for you to also think about your on-road driving safety plan, which was one of our topics on a previous podcast as well. Number eight is electrical wiring. Here's an area where checklists are particularly useful in the form of a general electrical safety requirements checklist. And that includes especially inspecting your wiring and insulation, plus taking steps to ensure proper grounding of electrical equipment to help avoid the potential danger of electrocution. 
Number nine is called lockout and tagout. This violation involves not following proper lockout and tagout procedures and not providing the products needed to help prevent the accidental startup of your machinery. And finally, number 10, electrical general requirements. OSHA separates this from number eight and relates this to following factory instructions when designing, installing, and using electrical equipment to stay in compliance and avoid workplace accidents. Well, again, thanks for listening. Tune in again next week for another episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network, and sponsored today by Hexagon, your international leader in and provider of solutions that digitally transform work processes, leading to greater productivity and return. Again, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you use. Like us on LinkedIn. Use all your social networking to tell your friends about us. And we'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.